Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So excited to talk to you today a little bit more about gluttony. I know it's not like a real fun topic, but I feel like it's an area where a lot of women are in bondage. And so today we're going to, I'm going to give you some practical tips on how to spot it and overcome it, right? Because I, I really want to help you to identify what's under the hood of gluttony and to, to be able to notice your wrong desires and how to really just kind of squash them, how to kill them and how to how to truly disarm gluttony because that's really what you need is you need the ability to notice what it is <clears throat> that you are desiring and and get your arms around it right so let's start by talking again about what is gluttony so gluttony for a believer is is considered a sin if there is an excessive desire for food that leads you to a point of having a lack of control over your relation with food and it begins to harm your body. It's so subtle because you have a hard time seeing it because you, well, you don't hate it, right? You don't hate it. You're familiar with it. You've practiced it. And it's confusing because it's food and we need food, right? The problem is the excessive desire, the ways that it is harming your body, your lack of control, the way that you are going to food to give you what you want and not what you need, right? And I want you to know right now, I just want to stop the show and say, you can squash gluttony the minute you see the wrong thing. Because if you get it at the point that it is just a sight, or actually, it's more than just see it. It can come in through any of your senses. If you smell the food, it gives you a thought. If you hear the commercial or somebody suggesting a restaurant or a dish at a restaurant, it becomes a thought. So your point of power and authority is at the point of a thought. Because once it starts to take root beyond the thought, and then you have a feeling, and then you have a desired reaction, and it starts to elicit a hormonal response, the desire starts to grow. So know that off the top, your power and ability to take control over the wrong things that spiral you out of control is the moment it becomes a thought. So let's talk a little bit about excessive desires. And I know I've spoken about this before, but it bears repeating because I really want you to have freedom. Your desire that's behind gluttony, it's a conscious impulse towards something that promises you enjoyment. And that's why I want you to start practicing taking control and power and authority over this 
the moment, the moment that conscious impulse is in your brain. That conscious impulse could come in the form of smelling the cookies. It could come in the form of suggestion, the power of suggestion, somebody saying the restaurant's name or the food, or it could come in the form of the TV jingle commercial or in the form of um, this is what we do on Friday nights, right? That impulse elicits that desire. And I don't want to go super techie. I just want you to know that's the definition of desire, a conscious impulse towards something that promises enjoyment. So you could coach yourself. Okay, is this thought I'm having about that food right now just promising me enjoyment? And what is that enjoyment going to take from me? Right? That desire, you start to notice that that desire promises you satisfaction in getting it, right? And so that's what elicits that longing, that craving. And then you start to create stories around it, right? Like, oh, I don't get to have it and it smells amazing and they're so lucky they get to have No. So you have to start noticing desires. It's a conscious impulse towards something that promises enjoyment or satisfaction in its attainment, longing, or craving. Let's talk about, again, I've talked about this before in the podcast, excessive What is excessive? Excessive is anything that is more than necessary, anything that is more than what's normal or desirable or immoderate, right? And so when you compile this with desire, when you compile excessive, something that is more than necessary, more than normal, and you add that to a strong feeling of wanting to have something, and you add that to an urge, that's where you get into the realm of giving in to what is gluttonous. And so what you have to understand is the opposite here is you having temperance, you recognizing that in your spirit of power, you have a spirit of restraint. This is about you showing and practicing restraint. Do you see that? Because if you give into excessive desire, that's you walking in just a lack of concern for the outcome. You can't focus on the outcome because you're just focused on what focused on what you want. And that excessive desire begins to overcome you, right? Like you're probably nodding your head right now. You've leaned into it in this way in the past. And so I want to help you by showing you how to kill those wrong desires, how to disarm gluttony, and how to start aligning your life with the right desires so that gluttony will not have a hold of you, so that you can do what you know you should do, so that you can trust that there isn't any temptation, that if you would just go to God, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Because I want you to believe that you've already been delivered from gluttony. You've already been delivered. And if you believe that you have a problem with gluttony, you will never believe that you are free from it. Does that make sense? So I want to talk to you 
about aligning your desires with what is right so that you can walk in that restraint. I'm going to take a quick water break commercial and I'll be right back. Hey you, I want to tell you about something I don't talk about often and yet I believe it could meet you in your need for just pennies a day. You can have access to my underground radio channel called Christian Weight Loss Radio. This is where you receive more of what is really going on, what I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit as I read God's word, where I'm prompted, where I'm yielding, and how it can be. This can be the single biggest difference maker if you're not in the Seekers Method or even if you are in the Seekers Method. So I encourage you, go to my website, sherrycapola.com. My underground radio channel is called Christian Weight Loss Radio. If you're on my website for any amount of time, a pop-up will appear, right? My web teams, my, my web team did such a great job at making it visible. Get subscribed to Christian Weight Loss Radio. It is completely different from my podcast. It's going to require that you have a different app installed on your phone called Voxer. It's $9.97, I think, per month. And it, it's everything right? It's where you have a Christian life coach for weight loss in your pocket, encouraging you, revealing like revelations of God's word, all centered on weight loss. If you need that next level daily encouragement, don't delay. Because here's the thing about weight loss radio. There is nothing to listen to as soon as you subscribe. You only hear what you hear from that moment forward. So you're already missing. You've already missed so much. Don't delay. Go to my website, sherrycapola.com. Get into, subscribe to Christian Weight Loss Radio. All right, back to the podcast. All right, so when I am working with clients, either in my group coaching, you know, when we're on a thinner circle call, or maybe somebody is working with me as a VIP client, when I see them struggling to stop doing what they know they shouldn't do. When I see them struggling with, when I see them battling, eating the wrong foods perpetually, when they know what they should be eating, I start to notice their wrong desires popping up, right? And it's often because they aren't prioritizing the right things. Like they can't see what's going on and I can see it as an outsider. And what has, what I usually notice is happening is they stop, they've stopped doing the tenets of what I teach in the seekers method. And that is seeking God first and making space for his grace when life is hard. Because I see most women doing really well and then struggling when life is hard. Here's the thing you need to know. You are not going to be free from this. Unless you understand that life will always be hard. You need to be made stronger. You can overcome this the minute you realize that overcoming is through the doing of of hard things. You have to do the hard things that you keep resisting in order to be made stronger. So in order for you to overcome what has been overcoming you, You have to do the right thing. You have to practice walking in faith, doing the right thing. Because what you resist, in this case, if you keep resisting the right thing, what you resist persists, right? So I want you to get that. And I encourage you to 
have a sincere purpose to just begin pleasing God over pleasing yourself. If you aim to please God over pleasing yourself, you're going to correct your wrong desires. But as you begin to float away from God and you dr- you start to like just drift into the realm of the social norms, you're going to rationalize pleasing yourself. Right? In living in the space of those social norms, you start to live in the space where the old you likes to visit on occasion. And the problem with visiting on occasion and overeating and eating the wrong things and giving way to the wrong things is you, you tend to stay there. You tend to lose ground. You tend to um, backslide in that if you've lost a lot of weight, suddenly you start regaining it right? You have to pay attention to what I'm saying. When you give way to the social norms like this and you start to make space for the places where you like to visit your old ways, you begin to justify and you start to rationalize wrong things and you start to become immune to things that you know mean to harm you. Purpose instead to prioritize God daily. Make it a non-negotiable purpose to begin living to please him. And this will course correct your wrong desires, right? Like it's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen over time as you walk in faith. Start like start to love what he loves and start to truly like hate what he hates. Do you think he loves it when you come to him When you're stressed, when you've had a bad day, when you've had an argument with your spouse, when your boss says the wrong thing to you or your colleague reacts in a certain way, the dog, oh, the dog. Why does this happen when I'm only recording a podcast? He's not even getting sick. He just lays down. He's just laying on a chair. This is so disgusting. I hope I edit this out. He just gets, he's laying down and he totally just starts coughing and then gets up and sounds like he's hot, like like hacking up a lung. (laughs) All right, back to you. Do you think God loves it when you come to him when circumstances are hard or when you're feeling anxious or when you're feeling sad or when you're feeling lonely or when you're feeling like you're unmotivated or when you're feeling like you're tempted, right? Imagine how that pleases God because then you're walking by faith. And so, like, what do you imagine God feels like when you run to food? To fix an emotion? Or to provide comfort? Right? So, when you run run to things that give you what you want, guess what you're doing? You're edging him out. Psalm 97.10 says, You who love the Lord hate evil. And he protects the lives of his godly people and he rescues them from the power of the wicked. I encourage you to be his godly person. Identify what is evil in your life. I've taught you what is evil. Anything that will bring you future sorrow, anxiety, or misfortune 
when you have that over desire, that excessive desire for the foods that lead you to a lack of control, because it starts with a conscious impulse and you're not practicing restraint and you have this overwhelming feeling of wanting those things and craving those things and you're not practicing taking wrong thoughts captive and turning from your lustful, youthful sins, you're going to be overtaken. You're going to be overcome. So you have to identify. Start coaching yourself. Will this bring me sorrow later? Will this give me anxiety about what that number on the scale is going to say? Will this bring me misfortune and perpetuate the wrong direction of my health? And if so, is this evil? Is this evil trying to entice me right now? Do I feel enticed to overindulge? Start identifying evil in your life. Like, start noticing what you tolerate that's just giving you what you want and not what you need. Start noticing what is a socially acceptable action or choice or habit that you keep allowing that ends up giving you sorrow and anxiety and misfortune. Start elevating your standards. Be a godly woman. Be the Christian who believes what who who believes all of God's word, who love loves what God loves and starts to desire what God desires. Because this is the way that you will break free and overcome your excessive wrong desires, even in weight loss.